0: Welcome to The Infinity, the podcast where we talk and you listen. We're your hosts, Ashley and Tori.
1: Hey, hey. Hey, girl. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Well, good. well.
0: Good to hear your voice and see your beautiful face.
1: Well, thank you. You I'm like crying. And you know you look lovely as well. Thank you scissor another episode oh lord
0: so this episode we're discussing vernacular Mm. Uh uh-huh yes a variety of language that that's used in everyday conversations i.e native or mother tongue in Mm. this case specifically speaking about ebonics Okay, so um, African American vernacular English, jargon, code switching, whatever we wanna, you know, call it, slang, um, where we especially communicate through expression. AAVE dates back probably to the plantation uh, when our indentured servant ancestors um, had to kind of. Uh indentured servants
1: who is them folks
0: what they you, call you they you,
1: call. you mean the enslaved people the, the enslaved, people that were stolen uh our enslaved ancestors all right all right I'm, yes I, yeah i i know who the indent, I, ain't, I ain't never seen no indentured servants before Fact, jack so
0: um yeah I, our enslaved ancestors um I would say the, the, the secondhand language they had to acquire. Um, so I will also say it kind of ties into like the Gullah language, um, mm-hmm. the islands from, you know, our Creole, our coastal language from. Um, so our California language. In Georgia, of course, it's our language. I would talk that how, black well, talk. How they, would, how they would say our, you know, our language derived. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I would, of course, for us, it's how we talk. It's this how we are. It's how we connect. It doesn't matter where we're from. You know, they will say they okay. Will say where it came from, but you know. Let's get into it, other- it then.
1: Let's get into it then. Well, let's do it.
0: So we have a guest.
1: We do have a guest, and and we're going to get into this topic with our guest, who is my very own brother, um, Chris. And Chris comes. Welcome, Chris. Yes, yes. Hey, hey. Hey,
2: y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing?
1: Good. So, um, my brother comes with us with all of his experience and learnings. Um, He's well-traveled, self-proclaimed military brat who has lived in several different countries, experienced several different languages, um, as well as several different parts of the U.S., and he's coming to us with that same experience um, to talk about this topic. So, let's get into it. Let's get into
2: yeah, it let's get into it let's get it popping <laughs>
0: let's talk about it so this language that we have that they would consider informal language
1: it's a For language sure. it's a language it's it's technically a language that is actually acknowledged now um i think there is research uh and there's also people that purposely Plenty. learn it <laughs> outside Absolutely. of our communities
2: yes yeah, it's starting to, re- to be recognized amongst a lot of different lingu- um, linguists. Um, and there's a couple of videos if you want to learn a lot about that. He does videos on uh, YouTube and things like that. Um, so it's really starting to pick up as an official um, sub-variant of the English uh, language.
1: As far as like picking up. So it's never really fell off, I would say, but more so it's Definitely. picking up, becoming mainstream. And recognized. Like, exactly. And recognized. It yeah. recognize. That's it, um thanks to the internet,
0: right? So mm-hmm. they, they, they might call it internet language, but it's not internet language. It was, you know, African-American vernacular before, way before that, it's just that, you know, at this point we're able to reach, you know, different regions now. Um, and so mm-hmm. obviously like anything else created or that was derived from African-Americans, it's it's appropriated. So, you know, they would call it anything else but African-American vernacular, right?
1: exactly and we talk about the history of it so um you brought up a good point as you were introducing the topic that it did derive from a loss um from from us losing our very own language when we were brought here in shackles like, um <laughs> exactly uh so um one of the biggest things that i find interesting is the fact that um, a lot of our quote unquote, as you said, ebonics actually is well spoken among the Gichigola um, people and how it has spread it into a vast language that everyone recognized. So it's not something like, you know, you grow up in the South, we may say things with a draw, but if you say the same phrase in the Northern parts of the, the US, you're going to get the same response. Yeah.
0: But at the same time, you know, it would would be considered more code switching. You know, like we this is we talk amongst us, but you
1: know, but
0: you you might say, you know, in, in schools, it might be it may not be the formal language, you know, but our children come from home speaking like us. You know, I think I guess I understand that whole, you know, there's a place, but language unites people, you know and exactly. um, slaying from different areas right that's how you know where people are from that's how you know what they rep because you can hear it you can hear how they talk you can hear what they're talking about and and um and the the conversation that they bring exactly
1: and that's what i mean by, I mean by us being able to go anywhere within the country and, sure. and say the same phrases um speaking of which and you're uh, like, yeah, what up? <laughs> Speaking up? of which, um, Chris, you have had a lot of experience with that amongst your travels. Um, so tell us what it's like growing up in um, countries such, such as Germany um, and being able to have that united front amongst uh, the African-American, well, the African diaspora within the other countries and being able to speak that same vernacular.
2: Oh yeah for sure uh, one of the things that I noticed whenever I was living in Germany is that um, even though even though those persons have never been to the states um, they use a lot of different a lot of the same slang words and terms for certain things you know even simple stuff like you know like uh, when you say something like oh don't be trying to play me like that and it's like okay word um, so it made me realize like a lot of the, a lot of the characteristics that we have we share with um, people, and different, ver- uh, different um, regions of Africa, matter of fact, not just, you know, West Africa. And, you know, y'all did mention the Gullah people, which has a very, very interesting history on their language and everything, because one thing about uh, that region of the country, because let's be real, the South has always driven African-American, vernacular uh, English or A-A-V-E. It's really come from the South because, you know, um, it came from the South. So the thing about Gullah is the fact that 85% of the slaves came through the Charleston ports. So, you know, you got different slave, uh, different enslaved Africans um, who came from different parts of the uh, of Africa who would never interact with each other. So we kind of lost the languages and really had to learn from second, third, or even fourth, fifth hands, you know, as far as the language mm-hmm. um, of picking it up. So that's why like uh, down there in South Carolina, actually lived down there with the high school down there. I, I actually uh, hung out with a whole bunch of people from Charleston or the coast who spoke with a Geechee dialect, or it can even be, it can even be simple as um, it's AAV Creole, you know, because it's a mixture between different mm-hmm. um, dialects that came through those ports, you know, 200 years, two to 400 years ago. So um, it's very, it's been a good learning experience to see how um, our language interconnects with each other and things like that. You know, it's just kind of dope.
1: One of the things that I've learned um, a lot about when it comes to AVE is the fact that a lot of our phrases um, originated based off of us combining several different um, terms and phrases borrowed from both African language as well as English with our native um, phrases, combining them with the grammatic um, sense of the the English language or whatever our native, whatever the, the language is that we've been um, Acclimated into. acclimated into and and seeing that um a lot of these phrases translate over into multiple areas of the diaspora whether you're in South America um as you mentioned Europe um and having the same experiences with some of the things that you've um entering the room and saying what up um and and how that translate over and connects us across oceans so like I think that's like so dope that from a people who have lost so much that as you said language unites us and we're still able to be united through the same tongue, regardless exactly. of what you know stripped of us
0: facts because it was stripped mm-hmm. but we'll take anything and make gold out of it <laughs> exactly so while they want to create these barriers for us that's that's not that's not one. It was one, right? That was a barrier mm-hmm. for them. Exactly. They didn't mm-hmm. want us to have our own native language. They didn't want to speak in our native tongue. They didn't want us writing our native tongue. Um, however, you know, you can't you can't take what's uh what's from the soul, right?
1: Not so when well, you spoke about them stripping um us of our language. I'm thinking about how in school we weren't, we still weren't allowed to speak Ebonics in school. And that's like what I'm saying, right? Proper English. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like how we're in, in, even in the office, like, and it carries over into how we code switch in today's okay. world. Right. Um, so what's your thoughts on like actually having, um is it a good thing or a bad thing to have uh AAVE taught in schools? It's a good
2: thing. You think why, it's
1: a good thing? Yeah, I'm on a i Yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good thing.
2: Actually, uh, when I was at Fayetteville State, we uh, we actually it was part of the curriculum. Ebonics was part of the curriculum, and one of the things that they really taught us at at Fayetteville State is, hey, you got to embrace it. This is not a bad thing. So I agree. you know, so now that it's being recognized and it's being taught in school, it's actually um can be considered a sub variant of English. You know, um but another that's form at the of broken English education
0: level, right?
2: Yeah, and that's where it should Look, be taught.
0: Okay. okay I was gonna I was gonna okay. ask about that right because like in your primary and secondary schools I'm not opposed to it don't get me wrong right but does it does it become like um perhaps like a an elective type course so
1: you're saying that we shouldn't teach it in primary school or no I think we should I think I, or it's, it's not now, even necessarily teach we don't I have don't to think teach. we should the is that AAVE is
0: a it's it's a it's a it's a it's it's ever changing right like we're always adding words to the dictionary right because people make words official yeah so what i mean there are words that we have created now that you're going to find in merriam that you would not have found years ago
1: and to me and, and,
2: I, so, and this
0: is
1: why i find it and uh, where i'm on the fence with it so i um i'm on the fence with it because i don't want everyone and I, and I hate this hate to say this publicly <laughs> but i don't i'm i want to gatekeep it i'm sorry i want to gatekeep it i get that to a degree and so to me i don't feel the need for it to be taught publicly if it's something that we're handing down to our children in our households and if if we continue to build upon the language as you mentioned then it is going to be something that we keep alive for centuries after right,
0: right. so so, so why what,
1: teach it?
0: It's it's fluent. It's, we, I don't, I mean, it's okay. So maybe not teach it, but I just don't think that we should be like.
1: I don't think
2: we should be in the business with of the hiding
1: hiding it. Right. I, I, and I agree with that. So I agree with I would, that. I don't think that I we should hide it.
2: I would say this: the reason why it should be taught in um, taught at a higher educational level is because a person has to understand English before they can really understand, you know, mm-hmm. AAVE. And one but of the things don't. we got to understand. Wait. Well, but wait. wait, wait. But one thing we do have to understand that there's a difference between A-A-V-E and slang. There's two; Those are two different things, completely different things. You know what I mean? Slang is whenever you use a word um, and sub, uh, use a word as a substitute and just change, put the meaning. Whereas A-A-V-E is more the way we talk. You know what I'm saying? Or And then you can attach some different dialects to it. You mm-hmm. know, some people may drag their R's. You know, and then it's things like you know they drop off. You know, we drop off certain letters. Letters. You know, like I'm. You know, drop off certain letters, change different verbs. We just this is it's a whole different. It's different than slang, you know. But, and, and 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 the thing is, is that all it's just not all black people that speak AAVE because it's a language that's been it's a it's a variant that's been spoken amongst a lot of poor people. So when you got other poor people living amongst us in the community, they pick up on us because we're the dominant persons, the majority of those poor people's in those areas. So that's why you may have like white boys or even Asian people. A lot of Asian people that I know, they actually speak AAVE, but they also have, a, they could actually probably turn into a different, a different way of speaking because they have it in their dialect and they change different words. So um, I understand gatekeeping. I'm all for that and everything, but we just have to understand like, between the internet and a uh, multicultural it's gonna get out. society yeah. is going to be picked up by different, pe- different people. Yeah. That- so,
1: yeah, and I definitely and- agree with the, the higher education too. And I love the fact that it's being recognized as another language. And as a subvariant language, because I'm about to start putting bilingual on my um on my resume and they ask me what well, <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm like, oh, I speak A-A-V-E. And see- then I don't have the code switch because then I'm going to be talking. some. I'm going to speak A-A-V-E. <laughs>
0: so, but this is the thing about it. Right. And, and so with that being said, this is the part when our stu- when our children, the first language that children are going to learn is the language speak, that's spoken at home. Right. Mm hmm. So yes, we want them to go to school and learn formal English, but what I feel like happens is they go to school, we learn formal English, and then we are, you know, that that AAVE that we come with is snatched, it's changed, it's, we, they tell us, no, this is the correct way of speaking. We still so, want to speak it at home. You're still going to speak it at home, but you're telling them that it's wrong. The way that you're speaking is wrong. And then they're correcting the language. So it's a matter of saying, no, maybe it's not about yeah. correcting the language, but more so that may be how you say it there. But this mm-hmm. is how, you know, the proper way of saying it, not the right or wrong way. Not that you shouldn't talk that, you shouldn't speak that. And that that's what I worry will get ha- so will happen.
1: So you're saying that basically we're teaching kids at an at a early age to code switch.
0: We are right? because we're telling them this is this is the the setting of which you speak like this, and this is the setting of which you speak like that. and that's necessary right now. but if it's something that we're we're looking to like completely you know um integrate and make a thing, then you I don't want you to tell my child that there's what they're saying is is wrong. you know what I'm saying? You can mm-hmm. share with them another way
1: of saying it, but you don't tell them that they're wrong with saying that something is proper is. Alluding to the fact that the other way is wrong.
2: That's well. That's why they actually changed it from proper English to standard English. Okay. Um, so, it's standard American English is really the most uh, the correct way of saying it because okay. uh, within America, there's so many different type of dialects. There's so many. I mean, like for instance, we're in North between North and South Carolina. Um, I actually read somewhere with North uh, North north and South Carolina are actually the most dialectically diverse regions in America. You know what I mean because you can actually drive through about ten this- cities in North Carolina, and everybody got a different accent. Everybody yeah. got a different dialect. Yeah. You because know what I mean. So- North Carolina and
0: South Carolina, those two ports.
1: <laughs> you know, those yeah. right, right. We probably can tie. We can tie those dialects back to our African origins, uh, or exactly. You know, like, and I. That's that's because, um because when dope, when and time, it's sad at the same time. <laughs> those Maryland ports. That's
0: that's the northern way. You know, the, that's a different dialect still you know, you're going to still pick up that A-A-V-E there, but even still, you know, that's a, a northern um, region. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I know somebody Virginia
1: that Maryland, was, um, uh, I know someone that grew up and stayed in a small town on the coast of North Carolina, like up near the Virginia border-ish. Um, me? <laughs> <laughs> well, even further up and uh, coastal than you. And, when i first heard them speak um and when i say them i mean the people that were original like the family members that stayed, still stayed in that area um that hadn't ventured out into other parts of north carolina because they they ended up losing their accent once they got got to other parts of north carolina but um back to it they really sounded like they were from britain like they had a sure. a um a mix between a british accent and a, an american accent with a little bit of you know that the AAVE, that African um, accent, in there, and I thought it was so like amazing that they still kept on to like having that 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 twang <laughs> and mixing you know that's that's
2: that's the same as like Baltimore talk. Baltimore talk that do uh, too. Um, that comes from the British. So yeah, it's just we're just so much of a melting pot out here. I mean, um you got just so many different, you know. People from everywhere in America, you know. So um, that's just one of the beauties of America, though how how diverse it is. So some people say like English is like a very hard language to learn. It's just not English. It's just what comes with English. You know what I mean? You got yeah. so many different versions of English between all the different countries that um, those British people, <laughs> those British folks uh, colonized. There's so many different types of English, and a yeah. lot of it's found in America too. So. Um, It's just kind of dope about that whenever you use this, you know, the different kinds of AAVE and different kinds of English that is spoken in the country. So that's kind of dope.
1: So when we talk AAVE, we're speaking solely on how it's African-American vernacular. Um, Have you heard of any other cultures outside of the U.S. um, being America that has their own um standard of AAVE so is it called something else in like um South America like how how are they approaching it in um in certain parts of like the Caribbean um any thoughts on that like is it
2: is it oh something for nice sure oh for sure I mean that's why I like uh like Jamaican for instance like uh Jamaican they got Jamaican vernacular English where they have their own version of English but they also have Jamaican patois, Jamaican Petois, Pio, yeah. that is, you can say that is very similar to Geechee. Um, and that's, you know, and the people in the Bahamians, they the same way. So, I mean, yeah, everybody has that where they put their own twist to it because they, they sit in their community. I mean, they're in their own communities. They're talking every day. Um, so they're going to form their own type of different language. Um, so it's only natural. It's only natural.
0: So um, I guess, I would want to know like some commonly known phrases and things that we use in AAVE would say, not bad meaning
2: bad, but bad bad." (laughs) meaning (laughs) good. I mean, Um, mean, it could be something simple like, yo, like Sabre, I'm about to go to the store real quick. You need something. I mean, just something like that. You know, that's, that's how I talk with my people. Um, And it's funny. We talking about cold switches. I had a friend who came by when I was working and she was like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. You was sounding like a straight white dude. But then as soon as I turned around, I'm like, yo, what's good, bro? You got to switch it off like that. You know what I mean? That so part. Just, and just, that's the just, part of this. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, uh, That's the beauty of it. So, I mean, just simple stuff. You know, like I want to go down the street real quick and get me something. You want something from the stove. There's so many different things I done switched up. That was not proper. That was not standard English. Um, and it was probably about three or four, five different words that I pretty much formed with my dialect and my A B yeah. when I said and that. You feel me?
0: Some of those words that, for instance, you straight. Mm-hmm. You straight yeah. mean you straight. so many different things. You straight is exactly. a question. You straight is a statement. You know, like, you straight? Nah, man, you straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You cool? Nah, man, he cool. She cool. You cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you dig back in the day to understand.
2: Talking about. Talking about. Talking, talking about. about. Talking about, bruh. <laughs> you know, about. just just me saying that, what you talking about, bruh. So, like, what you talking about, bruh? Like, whatcha? W-A-T-A-C-H-A. That's a whole word right there. Mm-hmm. You know but what you, I mean? You just you based know, on but, the right a b e. Right. Sure, but that's it, two words. What it,
1: you're talking it's about. Bruh, bruh is so like universal. I've heard it in I, I know it's a it's a, a, a term that's used in um <laughs> in Europe right now. I know it's a t- term that's used in, in a lot of uh Latin countries, like from, from an African American perspective, like or from an AAVE perspective. So yeah, even just that word. I mean, and it can and it can be a question too, like bruh. <laughs> bruh, bruh.
0: Come on, my husband hinted to back in the day. Like, I'm about to go up yonder. Yonder, about to, about to go over yonder. Everything was yonder.
2: Yeah, yonder. that's straight southern right there.
0: Yonder. Um what you're saying is like, so slang would be AF, right?
2: Exactly. Okay. Or you or some, uh, and slang could be like, you know, like uh, I got. Uh, you remember when people say something was butter, something it's was butter. fire. You know Fies. what I mean? Stuff like that. You know like I mean? That's, some, that's a fire-ass jacket right there. You basically yeah. let him know he got a good jacket. Fire. Yeah. So, yeah, slang words. You know, it's kind of right, different this, than um, um, A-V-E. What was it? She
1: Thick? She Thick.
2: thick. She Thick.
1: Yeah.
0: Fat A-F. Yeah. That's it. That's what's up. All right. Anyway, that was good stuff.
1: And we really appreciate you coming on to give your perspective on this topic. Yeah, for sure, um,
2: anytime.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, we we hope maybe to have you back on some other areas, um, especially maybe something financial. Um, I know that you have a you have a background in that. We both have that in common. Um, yeah. So we can we can chat it up about that in the future, but. Um, We really appreciate you coming on the show today to talk about the vernacular. Any, any closing remarks?
2: Um, No, I just want to say, I love my people. Love you, sister. Appreciate y'all having me on and um, stay black and powerful. Black is beautiful.
1: Word. Thank you. We needed that. Felt that in my soul. Mm. Feel so much, so much more beautiful right now. (sighs) But um, we thank everyone for listening to the podcast where we talk. And you listen see you next time i don't know why i always did it (laughs) don't forget to as always subscribe like us uh share and make sure you check us out on all of your streaming platforms till next time bye bye